1: and shine st louis it's the ryan kelly morning after on kpn hd2 collinsville st louis at the morning after stl on youtube and on tmastl.com with tim mckernan doug vaughn iggy strode
2: the Plowboy, and action jackson
3: 707 in st louis you're listening to the ryan kelly morning after we are in the michelob ultra studios it's the mungan st louis accurate and toyota seven o'clock hour Timothy, Michael McCurney, Douglas, Elvin, Vaughn, Kenneth, Iggy, Stroh, the Plowhawk, and Action Jackson with you. Come, friends, let us gather in the text inbox presented by Engineer Design Facilities, 314-881-TMA5. And, Doug, you always like to do this following the Super Bowl. You what? want to go to the phone lines, the Steve Schmidt Kia North County phone lines, and just hammer the lines. Well, sure, we can lines, do that. Yeah. Hammer the line. Yeah. Also, a big win over the Coyotes. Yes,
1: yeah, an overtime W, which is nice.
0: Yeah, I'm glad we got just- Sammy Bly. Mm -hmm.
1: Now, I'm not going to sit here and listen to you bash the Sammy Blay deal. No, I thought that was a sick goal. Okay. He paid immediate dividends. This team has turned it around. Sunday charge. Yeah. Nine Uh, points down in the wild card
3: race. Here we go. This is a good time to uh, to bet for the chalice, just like January of 19. You're also welcome to email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. And Jackson, I noticed he is still, I wouldn't say he's rock hard, but he's what? at about 72%. I measured his erection, uh, oh. still from uh, DeAndre Golston's uh, Knoxville mm.
0: Dagger.
4: Oh yeah, I actually say I'm more at 81%. I think oh. I think. Oh wow, it
3: went back
1: up.
4: I think I've watched the video of him making that shot about 150 times. Really? Have you used it? Uh, it's got to be close. he has
1: got to be upset by the way they.
4: Yeah, you better believe it. Especially when you got the stripes on your side and you can't, you still can't pick up a win.
0: That's that's a tournament sealer there.
4: You're in it now. Super seal. Gosh, you would hope. That's a super seal. The number two defensive team in the country had their best offensive night and couldn't pick up a win.
1: I was trying to watch it in a restaurant while we had this fancy dinner and I was being yelled at for having my (laughs) phone out. I I never really heard why Tennessee didn't get that second free throw. Lane violation. Before he even shot it? Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. Lane
1: violation.
4: He stepped super
1: early.
3: Oh, wow. The magnificent broadcast crew continued to call it an offensive foul. Big (laughs) night for them. It was was strong. I guess the real broadcasters were stuck in some kind of uh, weather delay somewhere else. So uh, we have a variety of things to talk about today. Uh, As uh, the Colonel will be with us, presented by James Carlton, the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. Iggy, I'm sorry to report James will not be in, so theoretically you have to be in studio, but you never really have to be in studio. Uh, James uh, Carlton, 3149. 614800 Go online at carltoninsurance.net. 303 five-star Google reviews. Is that what I got? Doug, give me a number of 20 to 25. Let's go 22. All right. I'm scrolling down to number 22. All right. Oh, that comes from Teresa S. Of course well, sure, it does. And yeah. it's a five-star review. An amazing experience in switching my insurance to this agency. Barbara was super nice and friendly yep. to talk to. She explained everything thoroughly, and the transition went very smoothly. I would highly recommend this agency for all your business needs. That's James Carlton, three one four nine six one forty eight hundred. Go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. And, Iggy, you want to tell people about, uh, well, Jackson's at 82%. You want to get people to 100% with uh-huh. Blue Shield.
2: Well, Jackson, if you need it to get to 100%. I can give you a, a website you can go to.
0: Who would, would that please be? Please
2: do. Well, BlueChew.com.
0: Oh, BlueChew is back. <laughs> 24-year-old Yeah, Chew.
2: you were out of town, and uh, BlueChew came back. Wow, well, no, Doug, it sounds fabulous. like Iggy's
0: saying
3: it was a cause and effect.
0: Yeah,
2: well, it was the Valentine's, Valentines uh, issue. Uh, the
0: Valentine's Day, okay. Bob? Oh, well,
2: yeah, because you got Valentine's Day coming up, and yeah, I apologize, I have to bring up the uh, email. <laughs>
1: well, that's okay, so you is take is what your we time. call a delay tactic. Mm-hmm. It's a fabulous product, and we want you to to hit all the high points about I it. I do, but so. it's not coming
4: up. Yeah, we're looking well, to get stiff.
0: Right. That mm. Yeah, I want to get hard.
3: <laughs> nice. How much time well, can okay. we buy? I mean, when it, you get my, that, it, you let us The know. email
0: won't load.
2: Well. <laughs> do something else. I can't, I can't, it won't load. It, it gets to the end of the email from uh, Diane.
1: Who's and, Diane.
2: She takes care of payroll. Uh, and then it's below that, but you would see, Doug, none of my other emails are coming dee up.
3: Dee yeah. da 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 da
2: well, I was ba 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 I'll just go to search. search John Dunn. Come uh, we up, need I to
0: guess. print this off.
3: <laughs> yeah, you might be in the hard copy.
0: Just mm-hmm. a printable copy.
3: While like, Iggy's looking for it, Doug, we have another new sponsor here on the Ryan Who's Kelly that? Morning After, and that is Longo Biggs. Injury Law. Welcome aboard to Longo Biggs. Okay, nice. CD or Doug, I've gotten to know those guys over the last couple of weeks. Good guys, loyal TMA listeners, and uh, they are on board here on the Ryan Kelly morning after, and you know the name of the game, support the sponsors. Uh, When you get injured, it is a confusing process, and what they do is they take the hassle out of your hands. Most people don't know how to even begin an insurance claim and they will walk you through everything. Uh, There's potentially lots of money on the line and they will help get you every dollar that you deserve. These are local guys and they handle the cases. A lot of times with these big, big places, you see advertising, they just wanna get it settled. That's not the way that this works. They grew up in South City uh, and South County. They will go to trial in injury cases. Justice gets paid in dollars, Uh, and C.D. or Doug will be the lead attorney on your case, and you'll get to personally know your attorney. They get to know their clients personally, and they understand how injuries affect all aspects of the client's life. You will always be able to get a hold of them. That is super important. I love that we connect the listeners directly with the advertisers, and there's no, there's no, Doug, what do you call it? Oh, you said jacking around. There's no jacking around. No. Uh, And they only get paid if you get compensation. They're friendly down to earth guys. TMA listeners, giant out-of-state law firms don't care about the reputation in the community. They do. Go online at L-O-N-G-O-B-I-G-G-S. That's LongoBigs.com. If you are hurt, you need to do what's best for your family. Insurance companies aren't looking out for you. They will. LongoBigs.com. Dot com. Thank you. Have you been able to find the? I you know, did. I had, had to go search it. And,
2: uh, I had to go search it. My emails last like two days and disappear. I should just print it out. Jackson, I'll just forward this to you. You can print it out.
1: Uh, okay. You wouldn't want to print it out yourself. I don't know how. It's on my phone. It's not your phone? Yeah, it's my phone. Nurse? You said it's not your phone.
2: I said it's on my phone. I'm oh. not to print from my phone.
1: Okay. This is oh,
2: God. I just want to do the live spot. Hit
1: though. that little arrow, and then it give you a bunch I, of options. I don't care. Okay.
2: We'll get it done. Uh, Valentine's Day is coming okay. up.
1: It is. It's tomorrow. Oh, is it tomorrow? It's tomorrow. It's the fourteenth.
2: Usually, if I'm dating someone, I usually break up on the thirteenth, and then I go back with them on the fifteenth.
1: You're a selfish lover. Slide out. Same
2: with the birthday. Break up the day before the birthday, and then get back. After
1: just to save another buck, <laughs> Yes. Yeah,
2: save all that hassle. But you don't have you don't need a hassle. I'll give you a, a, an idea what to get them. What you know, it's one thing to take your significant other out to dinner mm. for Valentine's Day, uh, and she has linguine, she doesn't need to come home to linguine. Oh, what you need to do is go to bluechew.com mm. first order free, Doug. Just type in TMA when you check out your first order free, just pay five dollars shipping and handling within days, it will be on your doorstep. And it's pretty simple. Nobody wants to go to the doctor for that visit. Then you got to go to the pharmacy. And, you know, you may not hear the guy say, whose boner pills are these? No. But you know if you're sitting there waiting, everybody's looking at you just trying to guess what's wrong with you. You think they do? I wonder if he's got foot fungus. I wonder if he's got a no boner. Oh. And they're guessing. They're just guessing. But you have to sit there and just, oh, God, you just want to get out of there. Well, you don't have yeah. to. It's pretty simple. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office. Uh, the process is simple. Sign up at com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you receive your prescription. Within days, the best part, it's all done online. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, and if you don't like, you know, that's why the you chew them. Ah, is it going to taste like chalk? Yeah. No. What's it taste like? You now have uh, vernenofil, which is a mint-flavored chewable. Same active ingredients as Levitra and Staxin. So you got a nice uh, flavor in your mouth. You get a nice erection. You go home. You have sex with your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whatever. Right. Uh, and you're set for valentine's day again com. check out put in tma first order is free Best pay shipping and handling i think it's five bucks pretty simple uh
3: and uh you'll be having a boner for valentine's day oh <sighs> guys the only thing that lasts longer than iggy's live reads is me after i take blue chew that's from the crystal city clam hammer well good mm. yeah so you got to be happy with yeah. that there you go yeah That's a nice Uh, endorsement. Doug, you know Brian Hinch and he covers the Colts? Sure.
2: (laughs) Does he really? I saw him sitting in a lobby by himself with a laptop the other day. Where'd you see him? He put a picture up. He's just sitting all by himself with a laptop and...
3: Lap. I don't
2: know what he was doing, but Blap. sitting by himself.
1: Okay,
3: Jesus. Even the live reads are hijacking. It's like <laughs> Wrinkle's knows it's going to be a sports-heavy show and is trying to delay the Super Bowl and Missouri talk so he can get the attention he so desperately craves. Mm. It's Brian Henshin monitoring the Colts coaching mm. situation. Adam Schefter says it will not be Jeff Saturday. they announce the head coach today. Yeah,
2: that's what I'm doing. Just, um, just want to hear me talk.
3: Good morning. I love hearing a 67-year-old wrinkly pervert bachelor talk about hypothetical Valentine's Day erections. It's from the Dogtown Astro, (laughs) Hypothetical Valentine's Day erections. Who wants that text (laughs) name?
4: It's going to be the segment title. Well,
2: what's hypothetical about it? If you can't get a heart on, it's it's true. It's not a hypothetical. Put yourself in that situation, not me.
1: Because you don't need it. Well, I'm not going to have a date, so...
2: Yeah, I don't don't think I'll have an erection on Wouldn't you want a date for Valentine's Day? Day? No, I wouldn't. Why? Why? Just, uh oh, let's okay, okay, get dressed. Let's go to dinner. Okay, here's your candy. Here's your flowers. Okay.
1: What a chore to get dressed and go out to dinner. <laughs> what a horrible, horrible thing. Come on, Boots. Get in the game. Get back in there.
2: I have no interest.
1: <sighs> okay,
2: it's just another made up holiday. Uh, if I may,
3: you might want to at least a 30 second show prep meeting to alert Iggy that he will be called on early to do a live read early. That's from Carl Allen. Mm you'd not worry about. What we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we are loaded for bear, Doug. We are loaded for mm-hmm. bear.
2: I love you, Elsie. but
3: Now, um, what if she
1: would go out with you on, thing, on Valentine's Day? Well, on.
2: that's a nice question, Bill. Well, you know that would never happen.
1: But we're talking about hypotheticals here. here.
2: She'd probably go out with Jackson or Palazzi. Yeah.
1: You'd yeah. say no to that?
2: No, Elsie has no interest in me whatsoever.
1: But if she did, you would get dressed and go out to eat dinner, wouldn't you?
3: Probably not.
0: Wow. Uh,
3: wow! Why not? Alarming. Really? That kind of surprises me. That play surprises me. Why? I would think you would go out with her. I thought you would express interest. I would, in her, but I Maybe I'm off the mark. For maybe i Valentine's
2: I'm Day. She wants to go out and have a cocktail or something. That, when it warms up, we can go out to some place. Billy G. sit on the
3: patio, have a nice, nice. drink. I don't want to go out to Valentine's Day. I've got a landing
2: strip. <laughs> mm. No, I don't.
3: advertising. <clears throat> I texted producer Joe last night to find out who win, won pick six, All I needed was me or Jackson to win, and I texted Joe, and he said, I think you won. He thinks. He's on top of it.
0: Let's get his spreadsheet together. He was in the El Camino parking at downtown, though. He was? Parking cars
1: all weekend?
3: So I believe Jackson, I don't know if you entered the data into the spreadsheet. Joe Joe did. Oh, Joe did. Yeah. And it is official. That I won by a total of sixty-five dollars. Yeah, you
4: beat me by sixty-five bucks. Joe hasn't entered in his results yet, but none of his hit. So,
3: got it. So, but had the Chiefs kicked a walk-off field goal, I thought G Unit would have won the whole thing because he bet, which surprised me that this was plus one thousand. And and by that I mean I would have thought the odds would have been shorter than that. Uh, If there was a walk-off field goal, it paid plus one thousand. And in, in his attempt, and he was playing it the right way, to to come back because he was down to me like by, I don't know, 700 or $800, he had to just fire Hail Marys. And it was nearly, I think that field goal was kicked with eight seconds left, <laughs> yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Ooh, cats and dogs. Mm. Cats and dogs. Jackson and I had already agreed to chop the pot, so I just wanted me or Jackson to win. Oh, But I knew that uh, Joe, G-Unit, and Gangster Pete had all fired these Hail Marys. And I was fearful that uh, the Hail Marys had hit because, as Jackson and I were texting last night, Doug, the game script was conducive to Hail Marys hitting. I'm going to say that again for you. The
1: game script script was conducive conducive to Hail Hail Marys Mary's hitting. hitting. Correct.
2: Okay. That's why it was a stupid rule at the beginning of the year that Joe put in there.
3: Yeah, but I, I, I agreed with it. And by I agreed with it, I just said yes. I didn't really pay attention. I would agree that it's not the right thing because I picked like 57% against the spread right, and you could have had somebody picking 50% win. So that's my fault. You know, I got only myself to blame. But either way, Jackson and I chopped the pot. Jackson finishes in second by $65. Yeah.
4: Had the Eagles won, I would have won.
3: Oh, is that right?
4: I had, Well, if they won by more than one point, then yeah, because I would have hit my Eagles one and a half play, and that would have put me over 65 bucks.
3: But then you would have lost, because Jackson bet on the Chiefs and the Eagles.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Never mind.
3: Okay. There mm. it is, Doug. That's pick six
4: in
2: a right. nutshell. Yeah. Well, yeah,
4: if Dallas-Guard have scored then. You bet the Chiefs one. and the Eagles? Yeah. yeah, cover my ass.
2: Cover your ass. You're going to lose one and win one.
4: Right, but then if I hit the second, the, the one in the middle, then I'm golden, Graham. Doug, do you follow
1: everything? Go, not really, no. Mm-mm.
4: See, one of my two of my plays were con- like Eagles winning, one was the Chiefs winning, and then one was just Dallas-Guard to catch a touchdown at any time. So if that would have hit, I would have been great. Yeah, okay. I still
2: don't get the play of betting on each. Other. You're gonna win one, you're gonna lose one. You can't, you can't catch up, losing one and winning one. Right, uh, right
4: but I thought just uh, staying completely. pat, like just being kind of where I was, could still get me a win. <laughs> oh,
3: Hug's had enough and he's taken off his headphones. <laughs> Why well, don't just bet no, the overline and the underline?
0: My just went like black. Oh no!
4: Uh oh! Yeah, that computer was being difficult on Friday, Park
3: Uh oh! What's going on?
0: Reboot it. I'm hitting up Task Manager. Don't worry. You're getting a task manager? No, I'm opening it up now to see if any... uh it's gone gray. The weekend, I'm telling you, I don't know if. No, was... it was on Friday, bro. So Friday, boy, wasn't working. In here and all the chords. <laughs> but... Well,
3: there go the drops. Good morning. Is G Unit the husky guy who blurs his face because he's the most important person he knows, or is G Unit the guy who carried a newspaper clipping of his power walking championship in his pocket and wore his hat like a competitive cup stacker? Thanks. That's from Jackson. Get in here mm. and print off my homework for me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I sent it to you, by the way, too. <laughs> Oh. You sent something to me? To
2: Jackson. Oh, to Jackson. Just my copy points.
3: Uh, Collarellet is back. Okay. I like golden grams. Good snack without milk.
0: Yeah, it's true. Uh, cinnamon fire. Is that cinnamon toast crunch or cinnamon golden grams? Oh, the cinnamon golden gross. is right? Oh, Nellyville. You could use them as a cereal, though, by the way, as well. Could you? Oh. Easy. Done it, Doug. Okay. Uh, guys, great job on the Nagel video.
3: Fantastic stuff, Doug. That came out on Friday.
1: Yeah, I saw a few
3: minutes of that. The most underrated part of the entire thing was the opening montage, where Kenny Pout Pout's name was laid over the Saint—is it Saint Basil's or Saint Basil's Cathedral in Moscow, like the little shriveled Russian mugatu he is? Mm. That's from 2022 texter, little Tommy Tribbins, And candidly, I have no idea what it meant.
1: What's a shriveled Russian mugatu? (sighs) What in the world is that? That's going to be
3: another text name.
2: I had nothing to do with the graphics. I don't even know what you're talking about.
1: I thought you were going to go in and help with the graphics.
2: Not the graphics, the video itself. And then obviously I must have missed one because under we had our names and then he had Chris Nagel, golf man.
0: Oh, that's golf man. <laughs> no, duh, uh, it's professional golf man.
2: <laughs> I missed that, or I, I had him change that. But
1: it's kind of a broad category.
2: Yes.
0: Don't you love that? Well,
2: Joey said he knows <laughs> nothing about golf, so professional professional I helped him golf with something. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't see the, him putting the names in. It. I just put. It, I thought he just put Chris Nagel. I think he it needs
0: it. to be a T-shirt. Professional
2: uh. golf man.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: I don't... It was really well done. It
0: was. one. Yeah,
1: He's a talented editor. He and was photographer.
2: I was afraid people would, you know. Once I said I help with the video because I think four of the first six shots were mine. Oh, he did it. It's going to be all Iggy. Oh yeah. But we just we just used the shots that were, we just put the shots in that were used. So if they used my drive or used my three wood or used a putt, that's what you saw.
3: But then after like the fourth hole, you didn't see much of me at all. Uh, You can watch it if you haven't watched it at youtube.com slash TMASTL. It is up there for your viewing pleasure, uh, us against Chris Nagel. And uh, then you can see uh, Doug firing darts on one and nine. Uh, Iggy with a clutch second shot because uh, Jackson was in a bunker on. Doug, was that three? I don't know the holes, Tim. And then I had pushed my drive. I just didn't uh, strike the ball particularly well nice that game. day, but the flat stick was working. And uh, and Chris Nagel and Michael Wellington on the microphone captured just in shocked horror, mm. candidly shocked horror. Yeah, that's what I would describe it as. And uh, the biggest breaking news is who's next, and the answer is Patty Maroon and Darren Pang. Both have watched the video. Both have accepted the challenge, and as soon as patty maroon uh his season comes to an end and panger's broadcast season comes to an end we will return to Meadowbrook, and it will be the five of us against darren pang who's like a plus one got to a plus two i think last year and uh patty maroon who i've played with a few times and last time i played with him he was like a six or seven and uh against the five of us and uh I don't know if we can be defeated anymore. I'm surprised anybody wants
1: a piece of this. Nice. Cool. I thought we showed we have very broad shoulders on the golf course. Nice. And as a scramble team, I, I'm not sure there's anyone in town who can take us. Yeah. When we can play five against one, I don't think there's a man oh. out there that can take us.
0: Now we're five on two.
1: I'm there may not nervous. be. If we dispatch Nagel, who else could handle us?
2: No, I don't Individually. Think that, I don't think they can beat us. I didn't think we'd beat Nagel. But after the way we played... And playing against a seven and a
3: scratch, I don't see any problem beating them. We got to contextualize what occurred, which was we ran putts in that I... Yeah, we did. I'm not sure we would be able to do again. And he shot even par. That's
2: not like him at Meadowbrook. Is that right? Is Is that what he was? He was even? I think he had two birdies and two pars. Or two birdies, two bogeys, I think. Well... And I think the week before that he shot sixty two out of Oh, inning. did he
1: shoot sixty two? I played at a golf course in Dallas.
3: This weekend? Thursday. Thursday. How was, your, how was your ball striking?
1: Uh the ball striking was okay. The putting continues to be horrendous. But before I before we started, I asked the head pro, you know, cocky as I always do, Hey, what's a what's a course record out here? He said, Justin speed sixty one. Or Jordan speed sixty one. I said, Oh, never mind. <laughs> I guess that's the course that he grew up on. Fashioned a tidy little 61 out there. Did you shoot? I, I had a 94. All right. So you. you, you so I was close. Yeah. When
0: did you hit 61? Was it on like the 14th? Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe a little earlier than that even. Like I'm not sure what this one's about. Don't
3: clean my protein off your chest until I tell you to, bitch. It's mm. from the recovering alcoholic from Belleville and Webster Grove. Why would he send that to us?
1: Because he's sick. Why would he do that?
2: He's a sick individual.
1: He's not even talking to any of us, is he? A great. It could, indi-
3: been, it could have been sent to the wrong person. Great, great individual, but a sick individual. Joe was subtweeting people on Saturday night. I saw. It's going around. Subtweeting? Yeah, it's what Tavon Austin used to do. Jackson, does subtweeting still go on with the Tykes?
4: Uh, it's fewer and far between.
3: It's you like do it on the gram form now. Form of passive aggressive.
4: Yeah. You do
3: on, you do it on Instagram now? What's a subtweet? Uh, where you're like passive aggressively tweeting about somebody, but broadcasting it to take a shot at them. No, I do that. Right. Yeah. It's it's yeah. You know. Yeah, I've done it yeah. a few times. It's right so. up our aisle. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy the fan page. Uh, yeah. Let's see. I don't want to communicate. Joe tweeted. And Then he responded, "Not meant for a tweet. Wrong platform. Mm. Watch. You can't delete tweets. That's the bad
0: thing. What do you want to do it on MySpace?
3: <laughs> could have deleted. Platforms you you're looking for. You can delete a tweet.
0: Yeah,
2: you can't edit it. You could have deleted it. I don't want to say wrong platform. Just delete it.
0: It was probably meant for the valet group chat. Damn." <laughs> Tim looked like a chaperone to the four
3: dorks at the end of the video while him and Chris had a grown-up conversation. Doug looked worn out. Plowsy was laughing and everything like a nine-year-old. Jackie wouldn't sit back for some reason. And Iggy was staring at the pant of his leg, wondering why there was enough material there to make six suit coats for Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal. That's from Herb's Hog. Okay, Herb.
2: Well, if you think I didn't look good in what I wore, you're stupid.
3: (laughs) (laughs) What did you wear? I forget.
2: I had a nice pair of Perry Ellis on. I had the white. Uh,
1: Perry Ellis, what? Quarter dance?
2: zip? Yeah, quarter zip that I gave away to somebody I was going to say, is that the course that you just gave to somebody in Jamaica? I gave kind. away to somebody in Jamaica. <laughs> uh,
1: what a treat. So you felt like you were styling out there.
3: I always look good on the course. He does. As long as Boots keeps throwing out that fake handicap, you guys will be favored. That's from the 314. Well, the handicap doesn't have anything to do with it, right? No, we're playing straight up. No. played straight up. Yeah. So there's that.
1: It was just raw talent that got the better of me.
3: Tim, when will you release your interview with Patty Maroon and now Young Page Views? That's from uh, Strode the Salami Man. I don't think I have an interview with Patty Maroon and Young Page Views. I think he meant individually. Two different ones. Then you, I saw you tweeted, was
2: it a tweet or Instagram where you were sitting with Page Views in the it, studio? He
3: he sent that
2: out. Is that an old yeah, thing? Yeah,
3: because oh, okay. that was at KFNS. I was like, that was probably 2019, actually. Uh,
2: I didn't pay attention to the studio. I just said, oh, "I guess Tim's interviewing Pageviews." Uh,
3: no, that's uh, I get. So uh, I guess with that I mean, that makes sense. I apologize. If somebody adds me to their story, I add it to my story, because that way I have some Instagram activity. <laughs> 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 I'm just really. I'm so close to deleting my social media, but I guess I can't. I mean, I'm sure I can, but. Oh, your family wants to see it when you post pictures. Yeah, but of I can't have there, that but... for the. You know my family members i don't need it to have you That's know to true. have people drop by and tell me how they'd like to bang my wife you know mm, go private
4: <laughs> yeah they, you, can, you can just dm me that <laughs> you can just take your instagram private That's what some folks do yeah that'd be the move. well
1: what what would be the point of that
4: so only people that you follow can see your profile and your pictures and stuff or, like, that are following you, and you have to accept followers.
1: Well, isn't that the way it is now?
4: No. If you're public on Instagram, anyone can see your profile and pictures at any time, regardless if they're following you or not. You
1: don't just get the people that you're following?
4: No, no, no. So, you got backwards. So, people who are following you can see your uh, profile and pictures on a private account. If they're not following you, they can't.
1: All right.
2: Yeah, I mean, every day I see pictures of people I am not following, but they just pop up on my feed. Yeah. Because they're not private, so as soon as they post, everybody can see it.
1: Doesn't make you upset, does it? No, no. It's
2: just I'm answering your question about going private or not going private. All
1: right. You're not private?
2: No, anybody can see my stuff, as you know, on Facebook, too. I mean, you see pictures of me come out of nowhere and show up in other places.
3: You were critical as all get out of Rihanna. I saw that on Twitter last night, right? Me? You didn't like it? I thought that's what you were
2: tweeting No, about. I just, I said, Michael Strahan's dig me moment. Hey, everybody, look at me. She said hi to me when she left the stage, and Fox put it on camera, and we came back with that. That's what I was critical of. Oh, gosh. Oh. I mean, it was just stupid. I mean, they come back from a break, and instead of just starting the, it finished the post-game show, it's Michael Strahan's coming back as he went out and greeted Rihanna. Rihanna, when she came back from the stage, and you show him, Hey, sweetie. I mean, come on. Yeah,
1: you've had enough at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: look, I, I've done some of that myself, but I'm not a big star. I'm excited when I met Gaga. So you're saying because Strahan's mm. a star, he shouldn't have done it. Because that. he's a big superstar. does isn't really like, hey, everybody out there, look. Rihanna said hi to me as she left the stage. Well, that really bothers you, like with mm. Riggs and Barstool.
0: She yeah, didn't say hi yeah. to him. He ran to her. Yeah, he, he mm. ran
2: and kind of grabbed her and said, oh, hi.
0: Yeah, when you, when you like have somebody's arm and turn them your way, that doesn't mean they want to actually have anything to do with you. Mm-hmm. You're actually forcing yourself in a moment. Well, sure you are. It's embarrassing, but every broadcaster does that now. Look at me. I used to play in the NFL. Look at my fly $5,000 suit. Let me just pull Rihanna away. No, hey, I, I'm very, very bothered by this.
1: I saw Norman Chad, the,
3: the funny writer. I, I, World Series of Poker commentator.
0: Yeah.
1: He was tweeting about how it seems like every Fox reporter has to hug the people they interview now. He was upset by that.
0: He said, is that what it's come to? We kind to hug everyone you interview? Chris
3: Berman was interviewing Andy Reid last night with his arm around his wife.
0: <laughs> we <laughs> need to put Terry Bradshaw to pass Chris Berman
3: on the ESPN uh, <laughs> uh, postgame. Like I gathered because I, I was like, oh, I can't wait to see what the NFL network has to say about the game, because the Fox postgame, those boys were ready to get to the, the cocktail lounge. And yeah, I it didn't
1: get, go very long, did it? No.
3: And it was, it was it was very surface level analysis, fine, whatever. I know Brad tries to do the Lombardi trophy presentation and they're done and, and you could tell they were they were checked out. So I flip over to the NFL network and it's Chris Rose and guys I didn't recognize. But I remember early in the morning I was watching starting at 8 a.m. St. Louis time, Rich Eisen was outside of the building in Glendale with Warner, Mariucci, and uh, Class Campbell. So they had their A-team pregame. And I gather ESPN did the same thing. Susie Colbert and that group were pregame. So the postgame was kind of the the B-team. Um, and speaking of A and B-team, and I don't know what the headlines are on this thing, and you can, you can take your pick, but I... And I've, I've talked a little bit more about this, I think, on the, the show on 101 ESPN. And, and this is the kind of stuff that fascinates me oftentimes more than, than breaking down plays. But Fox made a, from my standpoint, strange, impulsive business move with allocating $375 million to Tom Brady before he had ever called the game when they lost Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. And I thought, and I continue to think, that Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson do a hell of a job. And I thought that was on display yet again last night in a game that uh, may have been watched by a record-breaking 115 million people. And at the most critical moment of that game, which was uh, the defensive holding call on Bradbury, Greg Olson did not fall in line with what the NFL would have wanted him to say. Even though he's in this weird spot of most likely getting demoted, not because he deserves to be, but because Fox has allocated $375 million for a guy who's never called the game to come in based on star power and not necessarily ability, which I understand. I just think it's a bad move. And I have a great deal of respect for him saying that. And I'm talking about how vociferous he was with his disagreement with that call. And I realize Bradbury said afterwards that uh, he he grabbed his jersey and he was hoping that they would let it slide. Uh, But for a broadcaster in that spot, I'm telling you, especially as a former player and with the Super Bowl on the line, and I know fans think that people are pulling for people They just don't give a damn. They care about their jobs, and if anything, they care about being on that stage. They couldn't care any less if the Philadelphia Eagles or Kansas City Chiefs won, but I know my message will never be comprehended by those who are of the opinion that broadcasters pull for teams. Uh, I thought that that was ballsy and respectable because I don't know how many color analysts in that spot would have been as vocal about that. So I tip my cap to him for, uh, for saying that.
1: Yeah, I thought he was good too. I hated to see the game kind of end like that. I mean, you could argue that's definitely a penalty, you could argue, oh, you got to let that go in that situation. Whatever, I just hated to see it end that way. I hate to see guys running to touchdowns and falling down, the other team wanting you to score. <laughs> just just, just some about it was kind of anticlimactic, I guess is the word.
2: What I respect too about Olson is when he first made that, but then Mike Pereira said, "Well, he grabbed his jersey and his arm. That's a hold." He still stuck to his guns. A lot of times they say, "Well, you're the expert, Mike. You, I guess, you're right." Right. I,
3: he, I I I agree with you, Iggy. I agree. That's another part of it. That it's it's a tough spot because nobody wanted to see that unless you're a Chiefs fan or you have money on the Chiefs, and I'm certainly that's 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 a factor too. Um, but you know, from my standpoint, if I had to analyze it, I would say that was a hold. Um, but what I respect is it's not like it was crystal clear that it was, and just in that situation, so often the broadcasters will take the easier path of going, yeah, you know, right there, that's a difficult call for the official in a split second at this point in the game, and he was critical of it. And I think that is healthy, especially considering what happened in the NFC Championship game with the Devontae Smith call and then, you know, all kinds of crap that was going on in the chiefs bengals game at the end. Uh, I, I appreciate that because that's what fans are thinking too. Now, I will tell you this, and you guys give me your opinion on it. If Greg Olson doesn't call the attention to what wound up being a hold that he disagreed with. I don't think there is as much consternation regarding that play and the call that there has been. Now, I think Bradbury, if people are aware of it, saying it was a hold helped extinguish it, which was ideal for the NFL. But I think... If, if Olsen goes, yeah, you can't do that in that spot. He's beat. He knows he's beat. If he doesn't hold, it's a good chance that's a touchdown. So he did what he had to do. It's a tough play to make there, tough call for the official to make there. But that's a hold. I think the, uh, quote, outrage regarding that play call is minimized substantially. What do you think, Doug?
1: Yeah, yeah that's probably true. I would agree with that. As it turns out, he might have been better not to hold and let him get the touchdown. That might have been the better yeah, play.
3: Yeah, I mean, At least they get the ball yeah, back. It's, it's results-oriented, but yeah. I get what you're saying. But yeah. That was that was third and eight, wasn't it? That's correct. So they would have had about a minute 50 and a timeout left to, yeah. you know, if the hold isn't called, they're down three. If Smith-Schuster catches it and it's a touchdown. They're not punting. they
1: kicking a the field goal.
2: Well, yeah, but then they get the ball back. With
3: would have been a hell of a China's play call by Andy Reid to punt it there. <laughs> to punt from
2: yeah. the well, 20-yard line. Maybe we could have gone for um,
0: <laughs> Dribble it straight sideways. Yeah, I think the,
2: maybe the the fan has no skin in the game. I'll agree with you as far as Olsen's, what he said. But, I mean, if you're a Kansas City fan, no matter what he said, you're going to say that was a hold. And if you're a Philadelphia fan, no matter what that's he said. That's correct, says,
3: and if you had money on it, and that's fine. It's, yeah. it's like discussing politics, which, which I've learned is, is also talking college sports. So you just kind of recognize it and that there is bias there. You know, if I would have had... Money on, I didn't have money on, well, I don't know, I guess maybe in pick six I did, but I don't think I picked any of that stuff. The, 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 the team, I didn't. Um, so, you know, I'm just observing. I, I'm looking at it through, oh, I, want, I don't want to see it end that way. But when the whole is call, I'm not thinking that it's going to end that way. Um, and then you do the math and you go, oh, crap. And then, and then also another great call on Olsen's part is McKinnon breaks through. And I wasn't thinking, and I don't know what you guys were thinking in the moment, that the Eagles were going to let him score until it became clear as McKinnon's running that they are pulling the Elway uh, Packers right. Super Bowl play of letting them score. And, and then as he's running, Olsen says, he's got to get down. He's got to get down. And he does. That was, you know, for a guy in his first year um, to have that kind of call, in that situation, bringing it back to my initial point, Fox is in a weird spot because he's a number one caliber color, color analyst who is either going to be demoted, or they're in a spot where they've given Tom Brady a ten-year, three hundred seventy-five million dollar deal to be the number one color analyst. They're going to pay him
1: thirty-seven million a year to be the that's analyst. That's correct. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it was a panic move when they lost Buck and Aikman.
1: And they think that's going to make more people watch their games because he's on there. Otherwise, they wouldn't be watching. looking at that
3: as one of the, I mean, next to the Bally's thing, which if you are familiar with Sinclair's business practices, that's not all that alarming. But uh, as far as by a company that's really pulled some, some great strings from their Fox Sports track record, one that I would imagine if you could get people either off the record or on a lie detector, they'd go, God, what a disaster that's going to be. He's just, even if he's great uh, to, to allocate those kinds of dollars, but you don't know. And I got to tell you, I don't think he's going to be. And you have somebody who's only 36 or 7 in Olsen who is, but now the guys who get the spots, and I understand it, are based on what they did on the football field. And sometimes it absolutely works. Greg Olsen was a rock-solid player. But he, Tom Brady, who is Tom Brady? Tom Brady's one of the greatest to ever play the game. Uh, Aikman happened to be the, uh, one of the three faces of that Cowboys run, so perfect for them. But this is this is going to be a quite a spot for Fox. Andrew Marshawn wrote about it uh, last night that they are in a hell of a spot because he he had a great call. Kevin Burkhardt had a great call. And that was on the stage of 115 million people, and now he's going to lose his job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He'll play out his contract and wind up somewhere else, probably.
3: Yeah, but where My I guess? Every other network has
2: a
1: number one. Yeah. yeah, they, they, they come and go. Aikman, sometime.
3: ESPN, Collinsworth, NBC, and Romo at CBS. And there are some long-term deals yeah. there. Now, back to your point, which was a good one. Um but
2: Olsen actually said something. Did I just hear somebody exhale? Yeah.
0: I thought Doug was going to hit the gong. I, I probably it wasn't
2: me.
1: <laughs> okay. oh, be me. It be me. was a great one, Tim.
2: Um, but after that penalty, Olsen said, now they don't even have to get a touchdown here. If they get a first down here, they can pretty much dictate how much time they want and kick the field goal at the end of the game. He said that before the oh, catch was right? made. And I'm thinking, God, that's, there's nobody thinking about that. I wasn't thinking about it, honestly. Yeah. Obviously, that's a good point, though. If they don't need a touchdown, they get a first down, they can just—Philadelphia's out of timeout. She just kneel down and kick a field
3: goal with 10 seconds left. I did not expect the Chiefs to be able to move the ball like they moved the ball in that Philadelphia defense. So No, I didn't either. That that's was, another
1: tip of the cap to uh,
3: Andy Reid. Andy and Reid and Mahomes. The adjustments and Kelsey, they made at halftime. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it was Kadarius Toney and Sky Moore, in addition to Kelsey catching touchdowns. Uh, this gets really into the weeds on football. I probably wouldn't even do this on 101. But they found the, uh, the void in that Philadelphia defense. If you watch the kadarius Tony touchdown, uh, it is hard motion on a stack defense. And they noticed, I believe, that when they do that, the Philadelphia secondary, uh, and in this particular situation it was the D-back lined up on Tony, kind of turns his back as he runs with the player in motion from the near side of the monitor to the far side. And that is when Tony turns, and that is why on that touchdown, the closest player to him was Travis Kelsey looking to block, and there was nobody to block. Tony was that wide open. Same case on uh, the Sky Moore touchdown. Hard motion. And Philadelphia had no answer for it. So on the near side, if you're picturing the Tony touchdown, if you remember, he was wide open. And on the Sky Moore touchdown, on the far side, wide open. And Philadelphia just had a blind spot for it. And to Andy Reid and his offensive staff's credit, they were able to pick it apart. And that was the secret. And I don't know if they picked it apart at the half. I don't know if they picked it apart in in their meetings and preparation for it going in. But to their credit and their offensive lines credit and what they did defensively in the second half to keep Philadelphia in check. Something happened with Miles Sanders who had been phenomenal as of late. Uh he had the first carry of the game and I think he may have gotten hurt on that first carry so they had to re- resort to to Gainwell and Scott Sanders came back in but he was never a factor. Not that Miles Sanders is, you know, at the same level as, you know, take your pick of whoever you would say is the best back and in football, but either way, he had been they've been moving the football with him on the ground over the last few weeks and uh, and Gainwell had a bunch of yards against New York, but that's because they were beating the crap out of him and they were just keeping Sanders on the sideline. But that was that's a tip of the cap to the Chiefs defense that they were able to do that. So yes, you had a controversial call. I think the call is getting a lot more attention because of Greg Olson's reaction to it, but what the Chiefs did in the second half was incredible, both offensively and defensively. And honestly, I was getting ready to live bet the Eagles at the half because I'm going Mahomes is done. Yeah, The way he hobbled off the field at the end of the first half.
1: The Chiefs must have the best doctors and trainers in America. It looked like Mahomes broke his leg a couple weeks ago. He thought, boy,
0: he's done. They're, they're finished. Yeah, but if you looked at the replay, I, I didn't see anything twisting or nobody landed on the leg I know, to me, no. on the sidelines, it looked to be a very, very dramatic and not very injury worthy. You think he was faking it? I'm not saying fa- it looked like he was all camera, all show. I think dude. he was playing possum. It, it, it was you, possum. it was taking off the helmet, almost crying, putting it. T- he's this is all for show, which it may it may be a good strategy, but it, he, he he was never limping. It, I mean, it, he came out in the second half and absolutely looked. He looked fantastic. Just fine. Which again, if you want to play mental games, that's the way to do it. But he wasn't. That wasn't. Well, I because, didn't see an injury of any kind. I didn't see any twisting, any tweaking. But if your ankle's already it. injured, it
1: doesn't take a whole lot to hurt it again.
0: I get it. No, I just I, I look like a kind of look like a
1: Looked like there was nothing wrong when he took off on that run late in the game. There, that. Oh yeah, and he had a run early right?
3: in, the, in the first half or second half, excuse yeah. me, Doug, where they drove down the field immediately mm-hmm. and scored. And he had a big gain on that as well. Uh, Pacheco was impressive. Again, that's against a Philadelphia run defense that had been outstanding. I think in part you have to, again, contextualize the yardage uh, in a run defense because they had gotten up on so many teams. I mean, they had one loss during the year when Hurts was healthy. But uh, so naturally... What does that mean? That means the teams are behind and they're not going to be running the football. So their yards aren't necessarily going to be real high on the ground. I think they were giving up 4.3 or 4.6 yards per carry going into that game. So it wasn't like it was, you know, the the 2000 Ravens. But with that said, Pacheco moved the ball on the ground. Uh, You know, that's a team that thought in 2022, uh, or excuse me, 2021, that offensively you were going to have Tyreek Hill and Edward Zolaire, and Edward Zolaire is nothing at this moment. Pacheco is, McKinnon is, and uh, and then they use Sky more out of the backfield as well. And, of course, Travis Kelsey, and here's a guy going into every single game, you know he's going to beat you, and they still gear towards the coverage, and they still can't stop him. Miss you know, Schuster had a good second half. Smith-Schuster came alive, and he had been—it yeah. really been more Val- Valdez-Scandling as of late, but Smith-Schuster was a factor, and he was the one who was held on what became the defining play of, uh, of that final drive. I was shocked, too. I mean, especially with his mobility, you
2: don't know going in, but uh, a team that has the third most sacks of anybody in the NFL behind the Bears uh, didn't even come close.
3: getting to Mahomes. I mean, he had so much time to throw them. That's why, I mean, I saw Andy Reid in the interview where Chris Burman had his arm around his wife. (laughs) Uh, He talks about it. It really does. I I think about this when you think about the 99 Rams and you can carry it over to the 2001 Rams. They're not talked about, but from an offensive standpoint, I realize, don't get me wrong, quarterback running back and wide receivers are and tight ends we're seeing with Kelsey and on the other side, uh, Goddard. But it's all about offensive line. Brady had time. They built offensive lines. And if you have time, especially in these offenses now, that's the world. And you're right. They rarely... I mean, Mahomes is so elusive, which is a big part of his receivers getting open. But God almighty.
1: Tim, watch this. It's what's up front that counts. What's ah! How about that? Right? I didn't mm. know that either. Ew. Ah! It's what's up front that counts.
3: Pace, Newton... McCollum, Timmerman, Timmerman, and who was the other one? Uh, Darnell Cole's it wasn't was it Roger right? Dar- Saffold. No, he was part of the darker era. Uh, but he's still been playing. <laughs> I know he
1: still gets hurt, and he was like hurt every had, game with the mm, Rams, and he's a looking, damn elbow, horrible
3: injuries. Telling you, who am I missing on that offensive line? Is it Tom Newton? You said him. McCollum, Timmerman, Pace, Ryan. Tucker, I don't think he was around then.
1: Maybe they didn't play a right tackle. Yeah, maybe they just added. Yeah, the that was with part of the four man offensive line
3: of the uh, whole thing. Uh, I need to hear Plowsy's response to the Blues' tweet. Uh, that's from the bastard James. Oh Ron.
0: yeah, the slap and tickle fest that the Blues and Chiefs <laughs> oh. have. It was Fred it's...
3: Miller, by the way? Thank you. Uh, three one four. Oh
0: sure. One of the weirdest. Because he
1: caught the first pass of the Super Bowl. That's the trivia question. Mm. Who caught the first pass? Fred Miller. Pass, oh, the, deflected, and he caught it.
3: Uh, okay. The Blues uh, sent out a tweet. I assume the Cardinals and the uh, Dogs did too. The Blues yeah, okay. sent out a tweet last night following the game. Uh, the Lombardi uh, is coming back to Missouri. Congrats, Chiefs. <laughs> from the St. Louis Blues. You didn't
0: like that? Well, I think the Blues secretly love not having the NFL here, so they get kind of well, that a could lot be. more of yeah. the fans. Cardinals co- did not tweet them. They did not. Ads. What about Surprising. the dogs? What about the pink and the yellow? Finding out right
4: now. They're I'd be surprised busy. if they did. Maybe not. Uh, let's see. Go on their Twitter account now. Uh no, nothing for the dogs. Wow, dogs
0: not I, t- wonder
2: why, I wonder why. only the Blues did it. The Chiefs go check fans that are just in St. Louis. I'm sure man, the XFL team did. Do we even have a name for the XFL team here? Battle no, Hugs. the XFL is going to Hugs.
0: absolutely tank. I bet they did. Yeah, that's nothing on the Cardinals Instagram either. Yeah, it's just weird. I don't I don't really know what else to say. Well, could it <laughs> just be
1: the guy who handles the Blues social media account? No, they a have Chiefs a
0: fan? huge relationship. Kelsey and Mahomes go to a couple games a year. I mean, it's just again, slap and tickle fest. Chiefs got what they want, Blues got what they want. They don't have to compete with the NFL anymore. The Chiefs get to rake in millions and millions of dollars and oh. get a new corner of their fan base. It's I mean, we won 500 million. Cronkies won a title. Ew. I mean, we lost. And we in don't even ev- know where the 500 mil- million is. possible scenario. It's not head scratching because I think Doug and Tim called this at the lawsuit was happening, but we lost in every aspect mm-hmm. of this. And now yeah, we're cheering on it. the Chiefs. We-
2: I agree <laughs> with Norm Chad, though. When would they
4: call back? Just end the sentence right there. Oh. <laughs>
2: I saw I saw Aaron About Andrews. The hugging people? Yeah, I saw an oh. Aaron, Aaron Andrews interviewed Mahomes and they were hugging afterwards There's a oh. picture a picture of them hugging.
0: Oh, the NFL How do you do exists, your job man. if you're so
2: chummy chummy with all these people?
0: Well, because you don't have to do your job objectively yeah. anymore. You can be a huge fan of Mahomes and say he's awesome and right. Chiefs win ninety percent of the time anyway, so kinda of, they do the, it
1: the the network broadcasting the game
0: they are partners
1: with the league they're not investigative journalists at that point trying to expose graft and corruption from the from the team they're just not doing
0: that can we talk about fox like hyping up cocaine bear the movie <laughs> did anyone see that and i think the movie is going to be funny as hell but like for a network to openly promote an illegal class x felony substance with basically animal abuse as the movie, and they're promoting it. I thought that blew me away. I thought that was a little weird.
1: You're anti drug culture?
0: No, I, th- I think the movie's funny <laughs> and all that. But I'm just saying that sort of network at that time, it's more of a family friendly. Yeah. This is before the game started, or right when the game started. It was one of the first commercial blocks, Cocaine Bear. And, and it wasn't that's a just movie a movie
1: that's coming It out. wasn't a Correct. commercial.
0: They actually, it was a graphic that came up like, in between like they're still talking about you yeah. know the game they're in between they're not on a commercial break and co- go see cocaine bear kind of weird it, they, I just thought it was so odd
2: is that before Rihanna grabbed her crotch and then smelt her fingers
0: it was definitely oh. be- it was definitely before Rihanna the first quarter that? I believe she did I saw that I'm, not sure. Some, I'm
2: sure some of the there's an uproar with the FCC and I'm sure people are calling today
0: Riri killed it though
2: yeah, I mean she lip-synced, but what was I? I don't. I know she was pregnant. Were all those things up there supposed to be sperm?
1: Like, <laughs> I don't know, it like marshmallows, it like what? a little bit of marshmallows. I up, mean, so. I,
2: maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I mean, they. When you found out she was pregnant, I mean, had all these. They look like furries, but I. Yeah. I, I think they're supposed to be sperm.
0: And at the end, there was really? like eight to
2: tell people I'm pregnant. This is what it is. I'm dancing. Here's the sperm. I'm pregnant. Really. That's makes as
3: much, <laughs> as my makes take. As
2: much <laughs> sense as anything, I guess. That's my take. Otherwise, I don't know what all those no, things were up wouldn't, there. No, it wouldn't does know. make sense. People, for, I didn't know yeah. what it was the people. What were they dressed in? Fenty. I, I think they're supposed to be sperm.
0: I'm a huge fan of not having
1: at the
2: sure.
0: crowd on the field. I love that aspect of it. I always thought that was weird
1: on the field, waving their arms. Yeah, like just really awkward, just
0: completely awkward and stupid. Yeah, yeah, like I'm glad they got rid of that. I'm glad there was no guest appearance. There was no baby sharks. They killed it because they didn't go way too hard. They didn't try. I think trying less in this scenario works.
4: She left hits on the table still. 100%. 13 minutes. She could only get in so many hits.
0: Yeah, I thought for,
2: for somebody who hasn't been performing forever, Um, I, I thought the theatrics are fine. I like the floating, uh,
0: yeah, I thought whatever that was they cool.
2: were, back and forth, and she didn't do anything you know, she didn't try to go overboard with it. You know, she just played her songs and smiled and had all the sperm floating around.
0: Those were sperm, were they?
2: I'm, I'm just going to say it's sperm.
0: Yeah, the Baby Shark one, whatever year that was, that was an absolute low for America. Katy hey, Perry. Yeah, that was really bad. Oh, that was horrible. And so I'm glad we didn't have that sort of scene where Nickelodeon comes into play and there's a slime bucket. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm good with what they gave us, and I thought she did good.
2: Is she married to a dollar sign? <laughs> She's Rocky. With ASAP Rocky.
0: ASAP Rocky. They are A$AP. not
2: married. Not married. They are together. A$ <laughs>
0: dollar sign. That's his name.
2: ASAP. I think his ass is a dollar sign.
0: Yeah. So his name Something is like ASAP like Rocky. Oh, Bob. Is- he is Rocky.
2: Oh, so cool. So there's a bunch of people.
4: ASAP. Uh, you got ASAP Aunt. ASAP Ferg.
1: Okay. I thought she was fine.
2: It was. You know, I mean, there was a point where it looked like she wasn't even trying to hide her lip-syncing. I mean, she pulled the microphone away, and they were still singing going on. Well, the
4: track was playing behind her, but I think she was singing into the microphone.
2: I don't think so. Either way, it was good.
1: Now, did Gaga lip-sync?
2: <laughs> no, she refuses to lip-sync.
1: No. I know Millie Vanilli did. I didn't know if Gaga did as well.
2: No, I dig Rihanna, though. I think she's talented, and it was a good show.
1: And that's the last word on that. <laughs> well, it, was, it, was, it
2: was entertaining. She didn't go overboard, although people will, when she started humping and then grabbed a crotch and smelled it. I mean, though. Well, you
1: don't need to do that.
0: That's kind of out of line,
2: I isn't it? I mean, it's it? just, it wasn't, it wasn't outrageous. It was just. Well, that
1: sounds pretty outrageous. I didn't see it, but the way you describe it, it sounds pretty
2: outrageous. Oh,
0: stop. I, I think it's feminism at its finest. Michael Jackson got a fistful of crotch every oh. five <laughs> seconds and put it on his face. Give me a break, man. <laughs> I'm so sick of... Oh, she shouldn't have done that. Jeez. Look at what we have it's dancing crass. around those stages. No matter who does it, it's kind of crass, isn't it? When Michael Jackson did it, everybody loved it. That—that That is the end all be... I've never heard somebody go, man, he took one of his non-glove hands and put it around his penis. Ah. I, never heard, I never heard that. It's all, what a great performer. A female does it and boom. Can you do that, him? I don't know. I
3: can't do it on cue. I'm just not talented <laughs> enough to do cue. Wait, 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 wait. Does Jackson think she wasn't lip-syncing? Simple alert, simple alert. That's from Mr. Licks, and he's got sirens. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I, I think,
4: whatever, this guy sucks. But uh, oh.
3: oh, I thought you were a Mr. Licks guy. <laughs> but he he, he,
4: he likes to allege a lot of things that he has no clue about. <laughs> also, I'll tell you that much. Um,
2: well, she was lip-syncing.
4: Well, I'm thinking, like, the play the track in the background, so when she takes her... Face away, she can still hear the song, but I think she was singing into the microphone. Yeah, there were you can words do from
0: her voice because you could tell the different tones. From I mean, the the track that's playing in the background is like a it's obvious. recorded like right. CD track where everything is pristine. I mean, right. it doesn't.
4: I don't really give a rat's ass if people want to like go crazy yeah. that like no, she was lip syncing. Like God bless, that's your prerogative, but I really enjoyed it. And uh, like I said, she left hits on the table, which is just a testament to how good she's been. A, at a situation
1: like years. that, you can't run the risk of a mic not working, coming unplugged or something. You got to lip sync to make sure the audio is going to be perfect?
2: No, I don't. A lot of them do. I would say 80% of the performers lip sync. Um, she did. It was a good performance. I enjoyed it. But she lip synced. Um, I don't think Prince lip synced. Gaga didn't. Gaga certainly would have. And those are two of the greatest of all time.
0: I like that she revealed her pregnancy right at the beginning. I thought that was pretty cool. Couldn't, you know, nobody knew. I don't think it was public by any means. Um, and you can right,
1: tell with all the sperm dancing around next to her.
0: <laughs> I think she said,
2: I think she kind of hinted at it when she said, I'm going to have a special guest with me.
0: And that was, her yeah. Guest well, was at the her beginning, her. she opened up her, you know, coat and the belly, and she rubbed it. I think that was the... The revealing portion okay. of the, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, there's some people on Twitter that have A on their face and they probably feel bad. They started, my gosh, when did she put on so much weight? I mean, making fun of her weight.
0: But it's pretty obvious from anybody Even who has one or pregnant, two do brain that. <laughs> cells that, like,
4: I, I don't know. She also had a kid in May, so this will be the second child.
3: That's a quick turnaround. Could be Irish yeah,
1: twins. That's what I thought. Shout
3: out
4: ASAP turnaround. Rocky.
0: Yeah, really
3: nice shout-out. Doug, you going to give a shout-out to Aesop Rock? uh, shout Rocky? Shout-out to
1: Aesop Rocky.
4: Aesop. There A$AP. actually is another rapper the named Aesop Rock. Well, do so we you, you think that's
3: the one yeah. who? Yeah.
1: Wow.
3: Controversial. Uh, you can give your thoughts. Engineer Design Facilities. Text inbox 314-881-TMA5. Many are doing so. So if you want to move to the front of the line, what you do is you call the Steve Schmidt Kia North County phone line 636-9004-TMA. And, of course, email in for our design air heating and cooling email of the day. Doug, I mean, is this is this, is this April or is this February 13th? February, yeah. I mean, look at this forecast, Bill. Uh, I got sunny, high of 59 today. Uh, I've got sunny, high of 63 on Wednesday. Next week, Sunday, 58. Monday, 60. Tuesday, 56. I mean, at that point, you're two weeks away from the bunt of Borch. Yeah. Well, how do you do? Well, I'm fine. Spring training starts today, That's right. right. Pitchers and catchers report today. I mean, Iggy, I don't know. Designer might be telling people to start tuning up their air conditioner soon. How do you do?
2: Well, keep that heat, uh... Ready to go because, you know, it gets a little chilly in the evening. But, yeah, we're almost through—we're going to be through February before we even get out of the 50s, which is—this this is probably the mildest winter I can remember. Minus
3: those two, three days around Christmas. Yeah, that was brutal. <laughs> right. But— other
2: than that, it's been God 40s and 50s. Yeah.
3: Designairservice.com, Seth Goldkamp, the official HVAC provider of the Ryan Kelly morning after and the Tim McCernan Show podcast. Design Air Heating and Cooling is online at designairservice.com. Doug's a client, I'm a client. Why don't you become a client too? If you run into any issues with your HVAC system, designairservice.com. Click on the book now tab and they will be out there super quick. They're the best. It's design air heating and cooling. Doug Ryan Kelly is the title sponsor of this show, and I've got him online mm-hmm. at thehomeloanexpert.com. And
1: Ryan and I both would like you to knock it off with the credit card debt. You, nice. you don't need that, it'll ruin you financially. The average credit card rates right now are at 19.1%. That's the highest since July of 1991. It's hard to get ahead financially. If you've got a lot of credit card debt, 35% of households are taking on new credit to cover basic expenses, even more still paying off their holiday bills still. If you're a homeowner, you don't have to live like that. You have equity in your home with a simple cash-out refi. You can pull out that equity, and the Home Loan Expert will give you your cash at closing to pay off that credit card debt. Start fresh on the path to financial freedom today at thehomeloanexpert.com. Let Ryan Kelly show you how to do that. Maybe you need a cash-out refi like I did, took it out twice, to pay off college, sure, Ryan Kelly and his team will help you do that, too. First and foremost, you need to get rid of that credit card debt and let Ryan Kelly and his fabulous team show you how to do
3: that at theHomeLoanExpert.com. Compete to be the TMA Listener of the Month. Go to tmastl.com. The Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month. Beer Cats claim January 2023. We're approaching the halfway point of the month of February. Who's going to win the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month? For the month of February, you can go to tmastl.com and apply. It is Milagro Tequila. Welcome to a brighter side of tequila with Milagro. Munganess, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour in the books. Who won the Waste Management DraftKings Showdown? We will find out next. Plus, the Fighting Tigers shock the world And a buzzer beater from DeAndre. Golston sends them to euphoria. And Knoxville will have the call and Jackson's breakdown of the Tigers as they mount a charge toward a top-four seed in the SEC tournament. And baby, just baby, a top-four seed. In the SC double way tournament, oh.
0: which gets underway It's just a little boy
3: to the bunt. It's coming your way next in the Appliance Discounters, 8 o'clock hour. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.